0: shit what's up motherfuckers welcome to third half sportscast with chuck and kev i'm chuck and i'm kev how y'all motherfuckers doing today i hope rhetorical pretty...
1: question to you motherfuckers because because yeah, this in is the ears. radio
0: this is your ear eardrums popping <laughs> off motherfuckers Anywho's it's let's uh get into this recap of this divisional round it was a sad 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 week for me and it was also a sad sad week for bj penn's career but uh we'll get into that just a little bit later on uh shit uh this divisional week was it was i well this is by far my worst week in picks i've ever had this was i went 50 percent this week it was rough on me it was god damn and there were some close games there really was It, it was uh
1: you know, I was hoping. I was. I'm glad this week happened because uh, after that last uh, wild card weekend, having so many boring blowouts, I was excited for some really tough football, and I we it, you know it delivered. It delivered this weekend. Uh,
0: well, Sunday delivered uh, the That's Green true. Bay uh, Dallas game and the Pittsburgh uh, Kansas City game. Honestly. As Payne's gonna say the Seattle Seahawks really couldn't do shit against the Atlanta Falcons and uh that's rough the Houston Texas they started strong against the New England Patriots but they just second half came along and pretty much got shitted on so Tom Brady does that to people so <laughs> but anyways uh any gays <laughs> uh, anywho uh let's uh get into this uh Seahawks Atlanta Falcons game Oof, uh Matt Ryan beasted it up 26 for 37 338 yards uh with three tds i mean he was just fucking shit up all day long russell wilson not having a great day uh 17 for 30 for 225 yards with two tds but two interceptions it's really gonna fuck you up you know it's hard to win games it, 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 you know uh throwing two interceptions and not being able to run the ball you know what i mean yeah. get the ball moving whatsoever and uh it's tough, man. I mean, even Atlanta, I mean, they didn't really run the ball that well, honestly, either. I mean, as a team between Tevin Coleman and Devonta Freeman, they... Uh they only got 99 yards total, you know, uh, positive rushing this game. So it wasn't as but a team. They did catch a lot of balls. And this was, I, I wonder if this is like an
1: aspect of Seattle playing on the road or is it just their defense? Like, it, it seemed weird. This game seemed weird to me. It's like their defense wasn't the same Seattle defense we'd seen in the prior. Uh,
0: it was just Seattle started out really strong this game. They came out, they ran the ball, they, they, uh, Russell Wilson was able to move the ball down the field, get that touchdown in, you know, it was really, really awesome. Uh, and then second quarter came along and then, uh, you know Atlanta scored 18 points in that last in that in that second quarter. You know Seattle only getting a field goal in that th- second quarter, and then really from then on it was just Matt Ryan able able to place the ball and get those third down conversions.
1: And you know Seattle Seattle was plagued by a lot of things. I felt this game turned around once that safety happened and the Atlanta Falcons secured that safety. Uh, I mean it wasn't too much on Russell Wilson. Odiumbo stepping on his foot. Yeah.
0: Well, you know Jermaine Fetty goes out. He's hurt for a second there, and then uh, Odiumbo o- comes out and just fucking steps on the, foot, on the in foot, the end dude. zone. You can't Come do that. Come on.
1: And, you know, it, it's like the tide turned after that. They got the free kick. That ended in a field goal drive. I mean, it, it was just, I don't know, man. It was a weird game, and it, it felt like Seattle got the the wind knocked out of them during that
0: safety. Well, Russell Wilson was their leading rusher that game. He yeah. went uh Six carries for 49 yards with uh, no TDs. Thomas Rawls going 11 for 34. 11 carries. Uh, Yeah, for 34 yards. I mean, really, that's after the last two weeks of football that he's played, you know, you figured you'd expect a lot more out of him the week before going for 161 yards. And then the next See, week not even going feel, triple digits.
1: I feel like they gave up on Rawls early. I feel like Seattle kind of decided that, you know, the running game wasn't an option and that they needed to they realized the power. Well, who's that, that big that boy offense?
0: they have up there up front? Is that Vic Beasley they got on their offense on their defensive line? That big the big Yes, I believe so. You know, uh is he he's he's a good run stopper and uh Rawls just, couldn't get going. Rawls just couldn't get it going, couldn't get it going on the outside. He just and Russell, I mean, he tried, but people were dropping passes, and it was just, no. <laughs> you know, you it, know, it. It's really sad. Paul Richardson uh, going uh, four receptions for eighty three yards. I mean, which isn't terrible, but <clears throat> half of those yard, oh, half of that yard came from a long, a forty yard down the field bomber. I don't know, man. It's
1: between what, like I, I still feel like this is all the Earl Thomas effect. I feel like a lot of Seattle's defense is starting to show what happens because Stephen Terrell got literally he was uh, two big plays where he got juked by Tevin Coleman, and it made it was embarrassing juice. It really was. It, know, it it was it was sad. And this it was just like I don't know, man. It, it's a tough decision here because I, I i thought seattle was gonna be able to pull us out with their defense and you know i'm excited to see the atlanta falcons move on i feel like they're gonna be a fun offensive unit to watch because literally i mean their offense was firing all cylinders all game uh, and nothing slowed them down and now they're they're not gonna face a defense as hard as the seattle seahawks should have been or are they are uh they just weren't in this game but they're they're not going to face another defense like that throughout the rest of the playoffs to the Super Bowl if if that route happens for them. So,
0: no, no, not at all. Um, I don't know. I I feel like Matt Ryan. He's really on fire right now. He's got his hands full coming up next week. But uh, well, dude, we forget it. we forgot to talk about the Hester the the fucking Hester, Hester run. Hester run. I mean, penalties were really killing the Seahawks in this game. I mean, big, it was big time penalties. Big time penalties. I mean, Hester. What he got? He got like a. 40-something yard return or something like that and All got called negated because of an illegal block or whatever the fuck it was. I was so mad at that point. I was at the bar, buzzed up, and I was sitting there with a the Washington Redskins fan just sitting there the whole time. Oh, you had to know coming into this game that they were losing. I said, well, it didn't fucking look like it in the first quarter. Shit. I was at a I was at another bar, uh, and
1: they it just became so depress depressing in there. Right after that play call got negated, because I really do feel like that that was a big opportunity. And like all the Seattle fans I was with at that bar, the it just went left their sails, and it was just kind of like a, oh let's just focus on eating our food and drinking beers and get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I'm like going home. This sucks. It's
0: rough, man. I I didn't expect that. I didn't expect it. Well, Seattle takes losses hard, especially in the playoffs when. We now we know the football season's over. We twelve What are we gonna do for the next six seven months? <sighs> it's time to regather, man. Hopefully, you
1: draft some O line. Please, God, draft. some o uh, Oh,
0: I have a f- couple guys that make a little more money than they should that need to go bye bye. And uh, yeah, I just I, I honestly feel like that. I mean, uh, I hate to say it, but Jermaine Curse, you got to go bye bye, dude. You didn't do you. You got a raise yeah. and you had no production. He didn't perform. He didn't. He, he, he got one touchdown and, this entire season.
1: Yeah, and I think that was last week against Detroit, where he did make a couple good plays. But that's not worth the contract that you know a guy's making to make. No, that was not
0: against Detroit. That was against the San Francisco 49ers. and the or Ooh, or this
1: the is one TD or the Arizona game.
0: I can't remember. That's
1: rough, though. I mean, it's rough when you have a receiver that you pay well to to catch you one touchdown a year.
0: You know, being and being on the field on majority of the snaps. Well, it, especially. I mean, I understand not having a bunch of touchdowns, but normally you're our clutch guy. When we're third and long and we gotta bomb the ball down the field, and you're sitting in double coverage, that Jermaine Curse for the past few seasons has been that guy. It and that this—I don't know what's going on with him in this in this season. I don't know if his head's just not in the game or where it was at before or whatever the fuck he's got going on in there. But he needs to fix it or he's gonna lose his job. Really, I mean, the good thing is, is that Seattle
1: has a better wide receiver crew than we would have thought possible over the last few years. And coming into this next year, you know, they get time to go into the offseason, rethink uh, what, what they want to do with their team. And, I mean, it's different now. It's different than it was. Well,
0: Paul Richardson in all these last few weeks has really made an impact on this <laughs> oh, offense. yeah, yes really made an impact on this offense. And I think the more time he gets to spend with Russell Wilson working out in this off season, same thing. I mean, and getting the chemistry between the other receivers, you know, with him and, and lock it coming back, hopefully, you know, a nice and healthy and really being able to do something next season. And we'll, ju- we'll just really have to see what comes up. You know, uh, i on the defensive side of it, you know, it's the lob. As long as everybody comes back healthy next season and is ready to play, I'm sure we're gonna have we're gonna see a season just like we've had for the last five years. You know, in the last five, what only not winning the division once. You know, it's like, uh, see good Seattle, Seattle, or no, I, that's right. We we're a wild card one of those years too. We've, I think Either the way, first year. it's
1: an outstanding record that they have, and I've, it's got to keep going,
0: right? I i i i. A lot of people are saying here in Seattle, you know, this is the end of the dynasty or whatever, you know, the, the LOB and all that stuff. And really, honestly, in my opinion, that's mostly that's fucking bandwagon ass fans talking. You know what I mean? It's like we have one season and it wasn't even that bad of a season. We were probably in the top five teams in the NFL still. And you're booing like we're fucking like they're nothing this is anymore. The most hurtful thing. yeah this try being a, a Browns fan or something. Right? You fucking guys are pussies. Like you call yourselves fans. Like, sorry, I'm. I, I, this is you know, the true blue side of me talking here. It's just like, come on, dude. Like, you need to fucking buck the fuck up. As long as everybody comes back next next season healthy, and I pray to God Seattle gets some kind of offensive lineman. You know what I mean? Imagine how they could be with an O line. Just imagine with their weapons. Well, if they just had Giacomani and Unger back, we'd be fine. You know, it it, it was things like that. You know, Seattle spending less than seven million dollars a year on offensive lines. <laughs> when you have when you have a quarterback that is talented is as talented as Russell Wilson. Protect that motherfucker. Protect you know? that guy. Make his career long and he's gonna be a franchise quarterback to take care of this franchise well, as well.
1: And you gotta start questioning Tom Cable at a certain point because there's players on Seattle's O line right now that wouldn't even be starting players in any NFL roster. No, you know they probably wouldn't. be What even are you talking about? They
0: had George Fant come in there, and that guy hadn't started a fucking football game since middle school, eighth grade. It's, it's insane the
1: people that they can they bring in, and I get that, that their teamwork works out sometimes. But at a certain point in time, when you have this, you window, need the skill
0: in there. You can't just, yeah. you can't. I mean, I understand. that it's a great coaching staff. You know what I mean? They really are. I, mean, I don't want to lose any of them, to be honest. Even a lot of people talk shit about Daryl Bevel, and I'm, I, I, that guy. In my opinion, he's a genius. I mean, look at his record over the last five seasons, or you know, it's pretty and not just him, but you know, it, 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 look at look at how the Seahawks have done with him. You know, a couple Super Bowls. What you know. Really, you're gonna you're gonna really talk shit about talk that so guy. You can't talk so that away. Yes, everybody fucking makes shitty decisions sometimes, and I and yes, this passing on the one yard line fantasy that he has needs to fucking go bye <laughs> bye. By. But you know, um, I just feel like. The Seahawks, are; they'll be back next season ready to go. Atlanta moves on, and they, they, they're they going to play a really tough team in Green Bay next week. And I mean, I wish them the best of luck. I just don't think that's going to happen. Good luck to them, man. Hell yeah. But, but let's get into this next game. We got the Texans really starting off strong against the New England Patriots and just kind of fizzling out in the second half.
1: You know, and this game, what this game proved to me is that th- this game is closer than it should have been. And I said, oh, this it just, should have been a
0: total blowout.
1: For the for the first for the first half of the game, the Texans kind of held their own, and it looked to me as if at least one good sign for any team playing the Patriots going into the playoffs Super Bowl is that it kind of shows like what Jadavian Clowney did in this game is that he single handedly proved that a pass rush can screw up Tom Brady in the playoffs. Like he has a hard time dealing with a pass rush, and you know, and during this game, Deion Lewis made him. Dude, he had a majestic game, man. This guy gets, I think it was like, what, he got three touch. He was one of the only players in NFL history to get a kick return touchdown, a receiving touchdown, and a rush down all, all in one game. You know, like, the Patriots are the same unstoppable force they've always been, but it just was a little weird to me that, you know, and Brock Osweiler look, looked horrible. He looked horrific, you know.
0: He is a terrible quarterback. He's not good. 23 for 40 on 198 yards with one TD and three <laughs> interceptions. Uh, uh, I mean, really, dude, you you got one of the biggest contracts ever in the NFL, and uh, you're just not performing. I, I mean, how do you justify – coming from denver huge contract coming out them getting rid of what was that guy's name uh arian foster or whatever that fucking yeah he guy's went name. off to miami went off to miami and didn't do nothing there obviously um it's just it's really sad to see it
1: you know this one i i still firmly stand by the fact that i don't think the texans should have been in the playoffs at all anyways um, I don't think they deserve a spot. There's much better teams that could have been in their spot, especially when you have Brock Osweiler. You know, there. This this was just awful. You know, you're not going to compete with a team like that. And I honestly thought the New England Patriots kind of took it a little bit easy on them because I thought this oh, was yeah. going to be a little well, bit they, blunt game. They're
0: just trying to make sure everybody stays healthy coming into that game because either way, you got to play a beast of a defense between Kansas City or Pittsburgh. I mean, so uh, I think just or New England just really needed to get just just breeze through this game, make sure everybody stays healthy. Tom Brady even threw two picks this game, which has not happened this season. You know, um, uh, I put that all on Jadavian Clowney because he was in his fucking face all game long.
1: He he was making even some questionable hits that maybe could have been flagged. But he was destroying him, and he caused him to throw a few really bad balls that you don't see Tom Brady usually throw.
0: Right. Well, A.J. Bowie got an interception for seven yards, and then Andre Hall got one for six. So, I mean, but also New England got three picks off, and uh, Duran Harmon, he got he got one. Uh, Logan Ryan, he got one. That was a 23-yarder. Duran Harmon, his was a 31-yarder. And then uh, Devin McCourty, he even got one for four yards. So, I mean – Really, it was a, a a defensive struggle or an offensive struggle for both teams, but I mean, it's Tom Brady. I mean, he, yeah, what are you gonna do? you're not you're not going to really beat that guy, especially in the postseason. It's really hard. I mean, uh, four out of the six times he's been there, he's won. So obviously, the he's odds are off. on his side. So uh, side, you know. So History we'll see. The guy. No, I mean, well, the Super Bowl at least, but uh, we'll see. Uh, Tom Brady's a beast, and uh, yeah, Houston, you Brock Osweiler, you just fucking suck. Sorry. Nobody yeah. cares about you. Get you're out gonna, of here. You're going to lose that job for sure. Tony Romo needs to go to the Texans. Oh, I'd love that. I mean, shit. Somebody means to make a phone call. If you
1: call out right now, I'll give you $100 if that happens, mainly because I'll be so excited that I'll have to because – that would be a fun little fucking storyline for me to follow.
0: It would. I, I would enjoy watching that. Except for you fucking throw a toothpick at fucking Tony <laughs> Romo and he gets <laughs> hurt. over. So, I mean, just ask Michael Bennett. He just laid on top of him for a second. <laughs> Anywho. This, uh, sorry for the shit talk, ladies and gentlemen. Let's buy a shit talk. Anyways... Uh, yeah, I, I mean, you got Tom Brady. He's just, uh, I, I don't know what else to say about the guy. He's just too fucking good. And you got Garrett Blunt, That guy's a fucking beast. And and uh, Deion Lewis, he still was running the ball all over the field, too. So I just, we all knew that what was coming into this game. So, But we'll get into this next one already here. Uh, these are the two games that oh, everybody wants to hear about. Made the weekend worth fucking watching. Fucking Green Bay Packers taking out the Titan of the Dallas Cowboys in their offense. And, uh, what a fucking game The ending of this, I thought we weren't going to see any well, good playoff fourth quarters until this game. Uh, I mean, it, it was, it, uh, uh, Dallas, you know, they, they, they came on, you know, kind of slow, you know, uh, they got a, they got a, a field goal only in the first quarter. They went 10 points in the second quarter. You know, they were down uh 21 third to halftime. Um, and uh, really, they just didn't do anything in the third quarter, and then all of a sudden in the fourth quarter, quarter, they get a fucking hair up their fucking asshole and uh, come back and try to do something with it. I mean, Dak was moving the ball down the field. They got eighteen points on the board. You know, uh, Des Bryant got a couple TDs that game. Dude, uh, that Jason not- Witten got a TD. Uh, it was it was just it was a Dallas tried, and uh, but it's just. Right now, it's really hard to overcome the on-fire Aaron Rodgers.
1: You know, it. it, it is. Because you got to think about Dallas. Uh, I think Des Bryant had one of the best. Ouch. That must have fucking hurt. He just slammed his arm into a. I
0: <laughs> oh, I tried to power through it, ladies and gentlemen. I did. That was a good
1: one. But I can save you. Because I know that Dallas, Des Bryant had one hell of a motherfucking game this guy had one of the best wide receiver playoff games I've ever
0: seen. A nine receptions on 132 yards with 12 targets and two TDs, uh, and people talk shit about him. Really? I get he's an emotional
1: player, but like, look what he can do in the playoffs. And Ezekiel Elliott also couldn't be stopped. This guy, I mean,
0: 125 yards on 22 carries. Isn't
1: that insane? He had so many runs right up the gut where he could bust free, uh, shake a linebacker, and just and just fuck shit up. I mean, he's a monster.
0: He's the dude. Uh, I, I mean, he's that he was the leading rusher in the league this year for a reason. Because that, just wait until he gains, a, gets a little older and gets his man body in there. That dude is gonna be running motherfuckers over in the next five years, uh, and I'm really excited to see it. I'm not a Dallas Cowboys fan whatsoever, but I can honestly say that the Dak and Zeke duo. I'm entertained.
1: And you know what? I believe a year after this, now that they have a little bit of playoff experience under their belt, they know that pressure, I feel like they're a little more seasoned. I mean, what better year can you have out of two rookies? I mean, their season ended, sure, but it, it ended at the hands of a team that is playing so out of their minds. Fuck you, Aaron Rodgers. He's insane. 355 yards and two TDs. Dude, and the the, the few passes, the, the last the last pass of the game where he rolls out to his left. So he's rolling left and he throws this fucking thirty five yard out route or something to uh I think it was Jared Cook, made one of the most insane catches ever, and this was a throw you're you're running left, so you're throwing across your body while you're rolling out. Not I don't think any quarterback outside of Aaron Rodgers makes a throw like that to be able to win the game and put it no. field goal range. No.
0: Not one other than Tom Brady. Yes, true. I'll imagine that matchup. That would be entertaining. But really, the two, two Hall of Famers, you know, potential Hall of Famers, going at it. It's gonna be ah, uh, uh, it's, it's gonna be exciting. Everything coming up.
1: It's, it's shaping up for a very fucking interesting weekend.
0: Fuck yes, it is. But we're gonna cut that one short, and we're gonna get into this next game. Oh. The Pittsburgh Steelers pulling out the win over the Kansas City Chiefs with no touchdowns, mind you. 18-16 Pittsburgh Steelers, and, yeah, they don't get yeah. it.
1: All field goals. Uh, NFL record now for field goals,
0: you know, ending
1: up. You, you, how do you win a playoff game only kicking field goals? This is a testament to the Chiefs' defense here for keeping them out of the end zone, but at the same time, they couldn't do anything. They're the, To me, during this game, the, one, the fact that the Chiefs lost only field goals, that's embarrassing. But two, this is one of those Alex Smith games that was like, it, it wasn't Alex, the You know, I was talking shit about Alex Smith all podcast long, like from every episode, and then I realized the Chiefs were doing really good. And I was like, maybe this isn't Alex Smith. He returned to his old form that I thought of him during this game alone, and he threw some ugly interceptions. He oh, threw man. one interception. That It was on, like, because you know how he doesn't throw deep down the field? Yeah. This was his only, uh, he only attempted twice to throw, like, a deep Yeah, but ball. against
0: a really prepared Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Yeah, I'll give you that. They looked really fucking good. That's what I mean. They were prepared. They're ready. James Harrison wasn't even off the plane for an hour and a half, and he was already in the gym lifting. That's insane. On Monday morning. Dude, they're ready to go. They're fucking amped up. No, they want this. And they deserve it they do it this They point. want this. And really, the Pittsburgh Steelers, man, they, in my opinion, are the strongest looking team in the in the AFC right now, dude. Le'Veon Bell carved 170 yards, 30 carries for 170 yards. That's he he was unstoppable. Oh, you can't fuck with that, dude. And then Antonio Brown also had over 100. And I hate the Pittsburgh Steelers. They robbed the Seattle Seahawks in the 2005 Super Bowl. The, oh, well, the they bus. didn't rob him. The fucking the, uh, the refs really helped out. Really, yeah, Jerome Bettis, you son of a bitch, uh, Just plowing through middle. Yeah, corners. but still, and Seattle's defense was good then too. So fuck that, <laughs> Marcus Trufant, bad motherfucker. I love that guy. One, probably one of my favorite Seahawks ever. But uh, their man. defense is back up to like this insane level that like, out
1: like it's like when the playoffs hit, all of a sudden they really tighten up and they like and they have the offense to be well, any and, team. And you
0: have Big Ben, a very experienced quarterback. That guy is, in my opinion, top five quarterbacks in the league right now. And I'd say so. Anytime he's been active in the last 10, 12 years, he's been that way. He's just a very big guy. He's hard to take down and he's got a fucking arm. Yeah, he does. And uh, really. And he has the best offensive
1: weapons. Like I would say that Le'Veon Bell and the, Antonio Brown are the two like the best best duo. best
0: duo ever between a running back wide receiver. It's insane yeah. combo, and then and then you have
1: Big Ben to back that up. Like, what do you do about
0: that? Right, you know that's it's, it's going to be hard to stop. And honestly, uh, speaking maybe a little too early about next week's game, uh, I think. If Kansas City's Chiefs de- defense can't stop them from moving the ball up and the down Patriots the field, do? what are the Patriots going to do? Mind you, they got 18.6 field goals. Six times they marched down. Yes, oh the Kansas City Chiefs stopped them, but not enough t- for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers kicker to get six field goals on them and get 18 points. Alex Smith threw a touchdown, and then uh, Spencer Ware got a rushing touchdown. So, I mean, it, uh, I just... And- you know, the, the
1: one of the entertaining parts about this game, and I'm glad this didn't actually happen, it was because the Chiefs, at the very end of the game, they had a chance, they were doing a two-point conversion to tie the, the football game, and they had like two minutes and 40-something seconds left. And it was a successful two-point conversion. The dude brings it in. It should be a tied game. Just kidding. You had a holding penalty. On on the rookie you draft this year in your first-round pick, you get a fucking holding penalty, so it backs up to a 12-yard attempt. No No good, you know? I don't know, man. It's. I felt like it was a battle, but it didn't look like a battle, you know.
0: Uh, No, it was more, it was more of Kansas City's defense coming in clutch, and uh, the the Pittsburgh Steelers defense just completely shutting them down in the in the second quarter, and the third quarter, really not letting them get any momentum going on.
1: Yeah, I mean, what they, they 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 had they had it rough. They would they get uh, three field goals total, and they like held one in the third quarter and two in the fourth. Like, no, the fourth was a touchdown. My bad. Yeah, but either way, you're right. I mean, I I was doubting the Steelers defense. You were like rooting for them this whole time, and I just didn't see it. And in a game like this, I I, I, they I called Kansas
0: up. City to win just because I thought their defense was better than the Pittsburgh Steelers God. defense. I really did, and. And I was totally underestimating Le'Veon Bell and Big Ben in the in this playoff series, and uh, I, I really, I, I I mean, and now I'm
1: I'm rooting for him. So, so I mean, it's a testament though, because like what you said, I I picked the Steelers. I like I thought the Chiefs was like, I, deep down I thought they were gonna win all like also, but you're right, man. It just didn't work out. No,
0: the Pittsburgh man. Kudos to them. though, being able to stop Alex Smith. And uh, Tyreek Hill and Spencer Ware and uh, I mean, really, just shutting that team down to the point where you can win with field goals. That's insane. Six Isn't that crazy? Field goals. That's crazy to, to, to win a literally a professional
1: football game without swinging a touchdown is weird. Right, but it worked. Isn't that that's just so bizarre? At over twelve points, even that's what all I'm saying. If anyone had him up for some reason as your fantasy kicker. For like some weird playoff challenge,
0: you're probably a happy camper Holy right now. Holy shit! I don't know who yeah. the fucking saw that coming. No, because uh, that was eighteen points. That's major. So, fuck yeah. But um, yeah, we're gonna take a quick commercial break because that wraps up our recap of the divisional round. And uh, yeah, fuck yeah, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you guys right after the break. Yep. Ladies and gents, let me tell you about Broken Barstool. People getting strange for a little piece of change. Strippers, drugs, and weird shit we know you like. So take a listen while you touch yourself or whatever it is like to do. Broken Barstool, where weird shit happens. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's a new... Project Kev has going on over there, and if you guys want to get a hold or have any information on his next podcast he's he's working on, uh, you can email them at brokenbarstool at gmail.com. Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah.
1: It's going to be good. There's going to be some weird shit. It's where the weird shit
0: happens. Hell yeah. But uh, but this is about football, baby. <laughs> yes. Let's uh, talk about this Green Bay Atlanta game we got coming up. This oh, is, my I'm, God. I'm... I'm more pumped about this one, honestly, than I am the Pittsburgh New England one just because it's the two most explosive offenses in the league right now going head-to-head.
1: Head. You know, and this is, I honestly, like, as much as I like to see, obviously, one of the teams I root for make it in, I got to say this might be one of the best NFC championship games we've seen in years just because of what you said with the, with the offenses. The, the pure firing power that they have, I want to see 50 points scored in this game. I like. I don't think their defense is, can stop each other's teams. I think this shit gets
0: nuts. I do too. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be 40, 40, 40 points plus per team. I think, Dude, I would love I think that. Aaron Rodgers is gonna just 350 yards. I think. Same thing goes for Matt Ryan. Oh. At least you know, it's just gonna be. You're gonna. You're gonna see a lot of rain happening inside the Georgia Dome because uh, uh, Matt Ryan and Aaron Rodgers is about to make that shit happen. Dude, I, I you know what? Uh, we just played
1: a Madden game about this. We tried to preview it. And I'm going to say I'm also rooting for Green Bay uh, in this one because I got my ass kicked by Green Bay. Uh, yeah. It was brutal. Uh, you didn't get in. your ass
0: kicked. First half, he comes out. He's fucking stomping on me. He's he's up uh what was it at halftime? It was uh I think
1: I like you had two touchdowns to go. I think you had three points or some shit. No, no I, had had,
0: eight. I had I had eight points. Yeah, eight points and then he was up
1: what 20 21 eight, or 24? 24. 24. And I stopped. He, and then totally shut,
0: shut him down on defense. Green Bay stopped blitzing, started playing cover and uh and uh, really was able to shut down uh, the Atlanta. And uh, you
1: know the funny thing about that game is that equals my pick for this week because I think that it was what a close you did, game though. I and it is. I feel, dude. If it ends up like our Madden game, one, I'll it was have my
0: 27-28 Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers pulled it out of his ass, dude. If that happens, you guys all have Randall to send Cobb us money. went for what was it, two hundred and thirty yards? <laughs> yeah, eleven catches for two hundred
1: like thirty some odd yards and two touchdowns.
0: Yeah, they're in Rogers Street for like 400 And on the yards. second
1: drive of the game, I predict there's going to be a fake punt and then a fake field goal. Yeah, that's right. I got, got it both score. in the way.
0: That's right. First drive, that's <laughs> right. I freaking got the ball freaking. <laughs> it was three and out and then I freaking fake punted it to the flip pass for the freaking first down. And then got downfield, got a freaking uh, fourth down, went for the field goal. But it was pat Flip past that, and then that went for, into the one yard line. Then piece me in. And then got that, and then uh then I did another one later on in the game that I almost got, but that would have been a touchdown for yeah, sure. Wait. Wide open field, and then the guy didn't jump for the ball. Fucker. Anywho's, that's just a video game. Hey, but uh,
1: if it goes down like that, though. I feel like you deserve some Oh, long. I will,
0: I will. I hope it goes down that way cuz uh both team both offenses went for over 450 yards as a total so uh
1: there's going to be only 30 rushing yards in this game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It was 6 What was it at halftime? 8 yards. 8, eight, eight like I had 16 or something. Green Bay like had that. 8 positive yards and Atlanta had 16. Coleman and free or uh Tevin Coleman and DeVonta Freeman wouldn't get shit. We'll neither, was, neither was Ty Montgomery, but he got a passing touchdown, anyways. But anywho, anywho,
1: Green Bay. So I mean, I pick Green Bay. Like I, I think you're absolutely right with the offensive weapons.
0: What do you what, like? What do you think? What would Atlanta have to do to win? Atlanta is going to have to run up the score as soon as they get the ball. They better hope that they get the they receive off of that and defer halftime. You know what I mean? So that way they can get the first touchdown and try to keep ahead of Green Bay. I, yeah, I feel like it comes down to whoever throws the first punch and keeps throwing
1: those exactly.
0: punches. Exactly, because it's either one of these offenses get momentum and it's over. You know what I mean? Be the first one to gather the momentum and has it done. And honestly, I feel like Green or Atlanta has more weapons. I just feel like. Aaron Rod this is Aaron Rodgers year right now to be honest yeah it's like it doesn't even matter who's on his team it doesn't matter if Jordy's there it doesn't no. matter he finds he, a way to he, make it work he Jordy Nelson got out okay who's next And then he brought up Randall Cobb just been ripping it up on everybody you know and then uh, uh Ty Montgomery he's even been stepping up lately you know and Dude, all the
1: receivers it's like it I feel like you could almost put Aaron Rodgers into any offense right now and he's gonna win you football games over and over again
0: yeah for sure
1: man that guy's a motherfucker he's too good man but now i gotta root for him i
0: hate myself i do too trust me oh that's division for you that's gonna hurt yeah that stings that stings but i don't know he's i mean he's got a hot girlfriend and he's fucking really good at football yes, so you can't hate that much <laughs> the battle
1: dude is uh, dude if they end up in the super bowl the patriots it'll be the battle of like superstar quarterbacks with hot girlfriends
0: I don't know. I'm not a fan of fucking. You don't show like Tom Brady's? No, nah, she's too skinny for me.
1: Yeah, she's a little supermodel-y. I think Aaron Rodgers has a win there with Olivia Munn. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. <sighs>
1: Scoring that. Not card. even
0: a contest.
1: You get to be the the uh, an MVP quarterback of the year possibly, and you get that. This guy's got a good life. He, he's he's having a good time. Millions
0: design. of dollars and. Anywho, yeah. <sighs> go pack, go. <laughs> 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 oh my god, dude. I'm sorry. I was fucking with Kevin, ladies and gents. That's uh we're fucked up right now. It's, uh, <laughs> but um
1: They missed out on some shit behind the scenes.
0: Oh yeah, it was a great day. It was a great day. But um Yeah, let's get into this next game. And we got the Pittsburgh Steelers going into Foxborough. Oof. And this is gonna be this is a, a lot of people are Kind of really counting out the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, uh, the the matchup predictor ESPN has, has uh, only 24% chance for uh, Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. That's all they're giving them. I feel like that's low. I think that's really low considering last week Pittsburgh was able to score, mind you, 18 points with field goals against the best defense in the NFL right now. Watch them
1: go into this game and just have a, a, a straight kickoff. No touchdowns. Only field goals,
0: going at it with the Patriots. Yes, and uh, 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 really, I feel like Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell is just as good of weapons as Legarrett Blunt or and Julian Edelman, if not better. I would say so.
1: This, I think, we have a different pick uh, for this game on this week because I want, I, I, I think New England's gonna win just based off of Tom Brady. But what you said, like, I have so many issues with it because what you, you're right. They have better weapons.
0: Oh, and 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 the Pittsburgh Steelers defense is working out right now. They are on point right now. They're shutting down good offenses. You know what I mean? They put the really put the pressure on Alex Smith last week, causing him what to go only go for like one hundred and seventy something yards or some yeah. shitty number like I mean, that. You know, their their defense is is you know
1: I think New England is gonna have some issues.
0: Well, 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 I really do. Just based on what happens when the New England Patriots is. Look what happened last week with the Texans. Really, you, you didn't you you, you fu- should have blown them the fuck out. Yeah, in
1: the first half. I mean, the first half of that game, it looked competitive. Like it, it and there's points where it was the, the,
0: turned the at halftime half New England was only up by 4 points. It's 13-17 or some shit like that. Yeah, it it wasn't It wasn't a typical New England game. No, it was not.
1: I just like I feel like Tom Brady has this gene built into his like fucking DNA that's like Uh, winning football games when
0: it counts. Fuck shit up. Yeah.
1: So it's like I. I I definitely agree. I,
0: I mean Tom Brady is. I hate to say this, probably the greatest quarterback to ever play football. So, I mean you, you can't really fuck with that guy. But Big Ben is. I swear on a mission this year. I mean. And uh, between Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell and all the other weapons that they have in their defense, uh, James Harrison, again, like I said, not even, you know, what hadn't even been 24 hours and that guy's already in the gym working out. They're amped. You know, they're they're in it to win it right now. I feel like I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are trying to really go for that drive and have a championship mentality and not slow down, not give up, and really fucking go for this because they have a chance to do it.
1: I could see them going to the Super Bowl. If this is this is gonna be a tight game. I you know what what I found funny about like this entire weekend, right, is that you see all these high powered offenses, right, like the four best offenses mashing together right now, and it's like. You know, it's like it's like a copycat league because a few years ago it was all defense, right? Then all oh, teams struggled defense, yeah. and it was the best defenses that went to the Super Bowl. And now it's like offense this year has outshined everything. So we have the battle of like all of the best offenses we could see in football, all condensed into one weekend. Like how many fucking points get scored this weekend, man? Uh,
0: there's it's going to be an astronomical number between the two games. Uh, it's probably going to be. Uh, Well, I'm saying in the Green Bay Atlanta game, I called for over 40 points each team. So there's 80 right there. Plus in this one, I'm probably gonna say like 36, 21. You think you
1: can break 100? You think this weekend can break 100?
0: I think this weekend's gonna break 100 points between two games.
1: I think I'm with you on that. I I feel like this could be one of the most epic, uh, you know, championship
0: rounds. Championship Sundays. I mean, you got the 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 long arm of Big Ben going up against. The long arm of Tom Brady. You know, both suits, both champions, you know, they're both Super Bowl champs. And uh, with with good right, you know, even though one of those ones that Big Ben has is, is a lie. But um, <laughs> uh, no, but. It's just, it's going to be really entertaining. And I feel like it, uh, with the Green Bay Atlanta game, too, that's also, you got Matt Ryan going against freaking Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that's, those are dream matchups that every, every football fan wants to watch during, throughout the regular season. Like if they're going to watch something, you know, a typical fan, you know, if their team's not playing right at that moment, that's the game that they're going to be watching, you know. And, uh, I mean, this is, it's just going to be fucking, it's going to be good to see. Dude, it, I'm 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 fired
1: up about this. I honestly think, despite you know the teams we we root for not being in, I think we got a lot to look forward to. And this might be one of the most crazy offensive. Ex- they're not gonna be boring games. I don't. I no. doubt there's a boring game in this. Obviously, two games that there is, but it can't get boring. Not with offenses like that shit.
0: No, they're they're the shit. They are. They really are. So, but ladies and gentlemen. I would like to personally thank all of you for listening and uh, give us five stars and a good old like button or whatever it is you got on your screen to help us out and give us the the love that we need to keep on doing this. So uh, uh, yeah, yeah, and again, third half sc at gmail dot com. barstool. but it's still the it's Hawks. Really